0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a special episode of Tales from the Tao Patch. Uh, I have my first female guest, and I consider her to be a Manawahine, and I'll let her introduce herself.
1: Thank you, Kaika. Aloha, my name is Kalei Mao. I'm born and raised right here in the beautiful Kahalu'u, so I'm feeling right at home.
0: Solid. Well, just to. Um, get a better idea of the environment that kind of raised my guests. I always like to start off with um, where you're from, obviously Kahalu, but also like what schools you went and how it was for you growing up, like what values you learned, like family life, stuff like that.
1: I would say I was very privileged to grow up in such a beautiful town. Um, My dad and my mom, they raised us to be respectful and grateful for our surroundings and our environment. My dad is a fisherman. diver a hunter a cowboy he's everything (laughs) and i and by seeing him you know always bring home food and put food on the table for us i i figured we were rich you know we were were wealthy um my grandparents also supported us um because we all lived together in one home okay like
0: multi-generational kind yeah
1: my opinion i think uh people are better when raised by their grand parents yeah Yeah, (laughs) I don't know it's another privilege that I get to talk about because my my grandparents taught us respect values and just to be a good person be patient you know and now that they're older wow I'm so grateful that they gave me so much energy of of theirs when they were young yeah because now I give them mine as much as I can but I grew up um, on a Huimanu road I went to Heia elementary kindergarten through sixth grade Hawks, baby! (laughs) Hey, yo, Hawks. Um, My mom and dad uh, went through a really rough patch with their marriage, um, Mm. just around my 11, 10 years old, 11 years old, which I thought was a very important age for me in my life, where I was really starting to figure things out, ask questions, be real observant. So they ended up splitting up, sadly, and my dad ended up moving to Maui. Mm. So we moved to Wa'ehukou in Maui. Okay. um, And then I went to St. Anthony's. That's where actually I developed my my love for music. Okay. Yep. I was also blessed enough to meet and know Josh Tatofi. We went to um, I'm I was in the middle school when he was in the high school, and it was a junior high, so it was combined. Mmm. Interesting. Every recess we used to play music. Jam. You know, jam and all that. But after that, um, Maui. After Maui, we came back home for high school. Sports was very big in my life, so okay. the opportunities here on Oahu was um, better for me. Yeah, yeah. As a young athlete, so went to St. Francis. Oh, well, me. My continued my private school education, but ended up and I don't claim St. Francis too much <laughs> cuz uh, things were, let's just say adversity mm. was there. With you know the people and That school just, closed down, no? Yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah, it did. But um, I graduated from Kaiser High School. I only went there for one semester, but I'm a proud cougar.
0: Mean, mean. Yeah. I really like what you said about um, growing up with your grandparents. And, like, I grew up with my grandparents, too, because same thing. My parents split up when I was a kid. Yeah. And, you know, grandparents, they're, they're so the family's solid. anchors. You know they're what so I mean? so solid for us. But, like, one of my mana'o I really, like, cherish from... Like, it's basically, like, we're getting the same Ike and values that was, like, instilled into our parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're learning from their source of knowledge. Right. So, yeah, I was blessed to be raised by my papa because I feel like people from that generation, like, brad, they're, they're hard. Yeah. Like, almost. they don't let the slightest little adversity freaking throw them off their game. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, my grandpa always taught me, like, brat anything in life you want, you're going to have to earn Like, nothing comes free, and your work better be good because it's going to—that's your name. Like, when people think of you, they're going to think of how you work. Like, if you're a Stanley or if you boss ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's super cool that you got that, too. And also, in Hawaii, I just feel like that multi-generational household is, like, not one of the only ways people can own land, but it definitely is, like, a big part of, I guess, the Hawaii culture. Just—I'm not going to say, like— Everybody has kids young, but my parents definitely had kids young. So I feel like the grandparents kind of, you know, they get stuck raising their kids' kids, but so I kind of look at my mom like we have a sister brother relationship. I'm
1: best friends with my parents. (laughs) I respect them, don't get me wrong. Yeah, for sure. I feared them once, but (laughs) I got to learn from their mistakes. Yeah. I got to grow up with them. And I'd say, oh, okay, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that yeah. marriage. You know, yeah. talking about their marriage. I, I probably am going to find my or align myself first before I start having a family. And that's always what I've stood by, mm. and that's actually why I've been able to do all, everything that I wanted to do as a young girl, and get that done. I'm 28 years old now. Gonna, no, I'm 20. Yeah, I'm 28. <laughs> oh, see look. You um, got to think, uh, like, oh, Yeah, shit. I got to. But I've lived <laughs> such a full life that my age really doesn't even matter. Yeah. I'd I, I like to say that I've gotten my education from my experiences Yeah. and so grateful. But I love that we have that in common Yeah. With grandparents. Yeah. I feel like I owe the world to. But one thing that I think you mentioned about the multi-generational households and whatnot, as we have that privilege that we've gotten to be supported, we never... I mean, I never felt neglected. Like If my dad was too busy, boom, I had my mom. If my mom was too busy, you know, my grandma can pick me up from school. If cannot, my grandpa will. And you know, and everyone's just working as a big team. Yeah. And that's why my kane, I I love Jalani so much. He's not from Hawaii, but I'm doing everything I can to teach him my culture and show him that, look, this is how beautiful it is to have everyone involved, you know? He grew up in Los Angeles, and later on, you can hear his story, but the, his mom and dad grinded for that family. And yeah. to me, I'm like, "She, your mom did that all by herself.
2: Mm.
1: No, you know, like, yeah. none of your grandparents, no grandparents, yeah. no nothing. So, in a way, my partner shows me how, how blessed I am even more yes. that, pe- you know, some people don't get what we have. Yeah. We don't get to hang out with our grandparents or go for a quick manapua or like yeah. you know old kind things yeah like that so
0: that's so true because like my grand, both of my grandparents hollered already and they got to meet all of my siblings kids and i'm just like shit i don't even have kids yet and they're never gonna get to have that relationship but it's not like i'm also well i'm all sick about it but i just wish I had longer with them, too, you know? Too,
1: yeah. I mean, I still have mine, thankfully. But I don't have keiki of my own. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And I would love. I mean, how crazy is that? My sister's kids, she has four. They they live with their great-grandparents. <laughs> like, my, great, my grandma is their great-grandma, and she's taking them to school, picking them up, taking them to practice, picking them up, like, if, you know, if one person can't. Can't yeah. be there to do
0: and that. I'm bad. They're gonna hold on that for life, cause like I literally have memories of my great grandma sitting under that gazebo, reading me little like picture books when I was a kid, while she'd be freaking like doing her tarot or whatever. And yeah, like I li- I literally remember her, like, and I was only like what like five six. Yeah. Have you ever um, going through your life? What do you feel was like your coming to consciousness moment. Like for example, I feel like mine was like my first, my fourth birthday cause that's literally like my oldest memory I have, I guess. Like I remember just being around the cake and being like, oh shit, everybody's singing for me. And then I feel like that was my first like aware of self moment, if you ever had one of those.
1: Shoots, you know, I spent half of my, the first half of my life being so oblivious <laughs> naive coloh. Yeah. But like I didn't care about what anyone else was doing, just myself. Mm. Like real self centered in a good way. Just because like ah it's my world. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm also the youngest of my mom and dad's kids. So yeah. I I had a ended up having a blended family from my dad. Okay. Um, from his second marriage and then Oh, does that just me, mean
0: you have um other sub, half siblings yeah, and stuff? I have step siblings, okay, okay. yeah.
1: So So funny. I'm the baby girl. I have, you know, I I got all the attention. I'm like, hey, watch me do this. Like everything, (laughs) right? It was my first heartbreak Mm. that really got me back down to earth. Had me question my own worth and my value to one person. Yeah, sucks. And I let somebody else's behavior and decisions affect me and who I was Mm. and who I looked in the mirror and saw. And actually it had me in the dumps for about maybe three months. And this is at a time where it, I could not afford to. I had just uh, started my rookie season playing professional volleyball. Cool. All the way in Puerto Rico. It was my first year ever. I was the only import on this team. Me. Making the, my first big check I ever made. This was my first real job right out of college. And I had so many people that I could have let down yeah. from, you know, being a different person, like, yeah. I found out the the brother I was I was seeing at the time for a long time was unfaithful to me, mm. and I was like, "How? This, you don't know loyalty, you know?" Yeah. Like, but that I'm, now I look back and I'm I'm thankful for for him and for what I went through, yeah. Because I wouldn't be a Manawahine. Mm. I would be still naive. I would still think that everything is all good, like, yeah, like you the know, movies. Things, yeah, things you know could actually go wrong yeah. and, and against what you plan or what you see, you know? So I think everyone has to go through something like that, whether it's something in life that just stops the ho- or halts of your progress for something yeah. that you work so hard for, or even in relationships. Um, so honestly, yeah, that's really something that started kickstarting my creativity to write music, to express myself through music. And then to hold myself together as an athlete, to show up and to compete still at a high level. Yeah. And not, you know, be a (laughs) crybaby. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: So, like, as a kid, what was your... Or, like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you always know you wanted to, like, play sports? Or, like, how did that become a goal?
1: I grew up playing soccer. Very competitive soccer here on on the island. Okay. Um, My dad was my coach. So, I was stereotypical coach's kid, like, at the park until the lights go out, kind of. Yeah. Like, juggling a hundred times on my head with the ball (laughs) and on my, you know, everything before I go in to take a shower, like, that that kind of work. (laughs) Work, yeah. Put into. Um, So, yeah, I was thinking, like, well, obviously, I'm working so hard at this. I must, I got to be something in this sport. Like, this has to be a career, you know? Yeah. But not many people from Hawai'i get get that opportunity. Yeah. So when I I stumbled upon volleyball uh, in high school, and we can get into that later, but long story short, it was something new and shiny and something that didn't directly only bond me with my dad, but mm. then it also uh, gave my mom kuleana oh, to okay. be a part of something. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I love this.
0: Yeah, like everyone involved. Oh, everyone
1: you. involved. And so I was like, okay, let's run with it. And for me, my competitive ass like <laughs> I'm not gonna be mediocre yeah so I went all the way in and fell in love with the sport and got to compete at the highest level which was at the time division one volleyball
0: super super ride
1: for for volleyball at two universities um University of Minnesota first and I transferred to Arizona and then played eight years pro overseas
0: how does the transfer portal work
1: it wasn't anything like this like how it is now.
0: Okay. But it
1: basically I there was no money involved that's for sure, but <laughs> I was at Minnesota, it's a Big 10 conference okay. at the time and just high like very high level. And I came from I'm just a Kahulu girl. Like I Ugh. I played volleyball for 2 years prior and I found myself in one of the biggest programs in the country and I was like I'm never gonna play here I won't probably not succeed here at all I don't I don't see myself getting better because I can't even get reps mm. so I, I stuck it out for one full season and then another spring semester okay and then I transferred back to the West coast and just kind of aligned with the type of style of volleyball that I was used to mean and then um, my coach at University of Arizona he was Filipino Japanese yeah so already we were on a level of understanding of my culture you know yeah he he invested his time in me and he was like you got some potential girl like i'm just gonna put in a lot you i gotta put you through a lot of work in these next two years that i have you and so that's exactly what he did and by my senior year i finished as an all-american Me. i had some of my best games in my career at that school and then had the opportunity to play pro and that was just the start of it.
0: Super sick. For for those of you who don't know, could you explain um what All-American means?
1: So, it's on like a ranking, like a rating for um college sports. Yeah. What is it?
3: All-American is basically the top players in each position. So, um so in football, like if you're the best of the best, you're, they name you to the All-American team. So, it will it used to be different, so they used to have games. Mm. They used to have an all-American game. Now, now in college, at least, um, they just award the guys who uh, best stats and basically. Well, not it doesn't even have to really be stats. It's whoever was the big impact. Yeah. On, at each position, so they'll choose 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense, and then it'll be like first team all-American, second team, and then if there's a third team, then third team. But. Um, basically, it was just a award for the the players in all all of the NCAA. Um, so you're basically it's like an all
1: star, like you're an all star. Solid. Yeah. Could they could that pick him his voice? Yeah,
0: my it? camera, my camera okay. mic is rolling too.
1: Yeah, cause I mean I'm not sure. I just love the title.
2: I'm like,
0: I'm American. <laughs> ben, I'll be that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Could you um maybe describe one of your best memories from your childhood?
1: course um i have i have so much but probably full moon nor- uh night torching at st johns <laughs> by the sea with my dad this is something that we would uh, would do often
0: yeah but, right on the shelf sir
1: oh my gosh it was just my dad is so insightful. He's very intellectual as a Kahaluu boy. Mean. He can have the deepest conversations. And he, my, me and my dad, we have a very strong bond. We have yes. a good connection where I've he raised me as his son. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we had, yeah, and we honestly <laughs> would, we, we would torch at night and there's no wind and you could just talk very softly and yeah. just, that was some of the best times of, of my life as a kid is learning about the ocean yeah. and what it gives, what what it can bring us.
0: Yeah. Seeing then, all the different fish or yeah. species. And
1: nobody's in a rush at that time yeah. of night. Like, they're all just chilling. Yeah. Literally,
0: they're chilling too. They look at you just like, oh,
1: what's yep. up, brother? You don't have to. There's no violence in it. Yeah. We just put the barbed wire cage right over. Boom. Put them in the, in the box. Yeah. Drag it he's still in the water yep, still with. Alive. Like, yeah still alive yeah and walking your pet fish <laughs> it's the most peaceful um capturing of of an animal that's gonna be food later on yeah but i think that was it's in a it's in a long list of my favorite childhood moments
0: that's super cool for for those of you who don't know torching is like a fishing method where you go out at night and it's usually on like the the flats or the shelves of reefs but back in the old traditional hawaiian days they'd actually like have a a torch for light obviously but nowadays people just use flashlights and you usually just go with like a scoop net yeah and whatever you find you basically just put it in a bucket and take it but yeah super fun method of fishing I, I like it because a lot of stuff comes out at night that you don't get to see in the day like even like shining your light at different species makes them react like differently too so super cool yeah so you spoke a little bit about it earlier, but could you talk about or could you talk more in depth about how you got into music and your passion for it, basically?
1: Yeah. So when I was I was telling you a little bit about me as a kid, I, I was such a ball of, of life and joy. <laughs> yeah. I love to perform. I love the attention. I love the spotlight. So I always used to sing. I used to sing in the back in my car seat, in my booster seat, in the back seat. <laughs> Turn it up, Mom. Turn it up. I love this song. And I would sing every single song on the radio. Like, and my parents would look back like, you heard this song before? <laughs> like, my family is not the most musical. We we jam, like we dance. We jam and mm. stuff. But no one taught me, like, how to hold a note yeah, just yeah. to do it. But thankfully, I guess I, I would like to say that maybe I was born with it. Yeah. Like, with the rhythm of, of my voice and the riffs and the runs. I mean... I would, I'm pretty good at, like, lis, visual visualizing or hearing uh, what I need to do mm. and, and try copy and, like, make it of my own style. Yeah, yeah. And so I used to do that. I listened to a lot of Bob Marley, Lauryn Hill. When I got older, some Mariah Carey, Chris Brown, Usher, you know. And I would love the sound of it and try and mimic. Mm. Their styles. And then when I got to about middle school, I joined, you know, recess where either, you know, I'm spending like 10 minutes playing kickball or soccer (laughs) or football. But the other, because I'm a sweaty kid. I'm still a sweaty kid. (laughs) Um, The other half of the recess, I'll go underneath the tree with the music kid. The The boy with the ukulele. And jam and cool off. And I'll be like, oh, can you play this song? And i would sing it with everything i got and then everyone just knew me as like a singer and so in seventh grade i remember tori Piccoli wong of wong's village <laughs> the, the Ohana, um she took out her little camera and she recorded me um singing and playing this this song i forget what it was but she put it on youtube without my permission oh and i started getting recognized the, the video Small kind went viral, and I was recognized at an uncle's at first. Me. At the fishing store with my dad, <laughs> and a whole a full-grown uncle and his kid came up to my dad and was like, "Hey, brother Steve, you daughter, she's singing. Yeah? She, my my daughter like her autograph. <laughs> and he was like, "What? Coley? <laughs> you know?" And I was like, "Huh?" And my dad goes. She like your autograph. You don't have to spell your name. <laughs> and I was like, yeah? Like, I didn't know. Yeah. He didn't either. And then at the time, of course, my parents was not okay with me being on the internet or uh, something. He yeah. was like, what? What What are they talking about? So we somehow get to a computer, put my name on YouTube, Kalema singing. Yeah. And there it was, maybe like 30,000 views at the time.
0: But I think I know, is that the video... Um my girlfriend i when i told my girlfriend that i'm having you as a guest she was like that's what she knew you from was like your old singing videos on youtube and i was like oh yeah that is the same girl i didn't even put that together yeah but but i checked and that one video has like over 300,000 views already
1: yeah well it was actually ended up being tweeted by a bunch of like celebrities Uh, so it low-key went viral but i was like oh i mean i had no idea that was there that's super cool yeah, but then I just, I don't know, I just followed my heart That's ev- with everything that mm. I've done, and music really became the center of my life, yeah. like, even if it's pumping me up for a game, or just, like, making me be in a better mood, or if I'm sad, we're listening to a sad song so <laughs> it can go with it, Yeah, know? and it just became so important to me that it became me. That's and, beautiful.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Could you talk a little bit about like your cultural background, like maybe um, what ethnicities you are and like how those played a role in your upbringing?
1: Of course, yeah. So I'm Hawaiian first and foremost, Filipino, Chinese, and Irish. My mom is Hapa; she's Filipino, Irish, and my dad is Hawaiian, Chinese. We are Hawaiian. We grew up Native Hawaiian. Um, my my grandmother's side, the one that helped raise me um, Mm. uh, she is raised here in Kahalu'u also um, and so we grew up with the values and also educated about our history Mm. and our lineage and how important our, who we are our roots, you know, Mm. my dad is especially very, very proud to be Hawaiian and from Kahalu'u, so as I got older actually, I realized how how I carry my mana and and hold my chest up high because of who I come from. Mm. A lineage, my, my ohana goes back to the Ma'okini line, the Kamalani line. And so my family originated from Kohala mean. many years ago on the Big Island, the north point of the Big Island. Yeah, yeah. My name is Kale Hulu Mamo O Kohala, which means the feathered lei from the mamo bird that originated in, in yeah. Kohala. That's beautiful. And it's also where Kamehameha was um i think he was raised there i know he was born in kiala kikua bay yeah yeah but um i think his mommy is from uh, he's kohala, spent choke time in kohala yeah, if i'm sure. not mistaken yeah. but our ohana has a heiau up at kohala oh and we go there for our blessings for children's day to explain our moku oh yeah our, yeah our lineage there um Man, I think it's so important for kids to know, you know who they come from. And for me, I, I'm grateful that I did, because my grandma would tell me. I asked so many questions, <laughs> but my grandma would tell me everything about her parents. And if she remembered even a little bit, I want to know about her her parents' parents. Yep. I'm just one of those kids that are always asking. Yeah, niele,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people think niele is a negative word, but... It's just like inquisitive.
1: Yeah, you always like the person that you really want
0: to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But um, so yeah, I'm I'm a proud Hawaiian, but I also have an appreciation for my Asian heritage. Yeah. Especially now after I played and lived in Asia for more than six years. Oh, me. Yep. I think we downplay the Philippines too much (laughs) as as local people, because you know we got Filipinos, um, and. There's never a good, like, image for, for them. Yeah. Not good enough, because when I go to the Philippines, I see the beauty in these people. Yeah. Man, like...
0: There's so much similarities between Philippines and Hawaii, too, that... The love is the same. Yeah. They even got tribals. They
1: have tribal. <laughs> like the indigenous... They have, they have fire food. Yeah. So I saw a lot of the similarities, but when I got... I know for sure God took me to the Philippines and allowed that path from my career... To get me there. Yeah. I love every place that I've gotten to live and experience, but I know for a fact I needed to go to the Philippines to find myself. Yeah. And my mom is half Filipino. She was born in the Philippines and moved to Makakilo. Okay. Uh, at two years old, so she didn't know too much about yeah. her heritage, and she would probably claim she's not from. She's not Hawaiian, but she's a Hawaii girl. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I never thought that was good enough. I always wanted to know. But she couldn't tell me. She nev- She doesn't speak the language. Mm. She doesn't... She cooks, maybe... Nah, she doesn't cook too much Filipino food. But when I went there, I realized that a lot of my traits and, and the way that I love is so much like from that. the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, man. Just so nice. Such good people. Smiling through everything.
0: Yeah. How old were you when... Um You were going through that part of your life.
1: So uh, it was 2018 that I went to the Philippines. And I started my pro career there. Um, After two years of living there, I was able to claim residency in the country and I got my citizenship. So I'm a dual citizen of the Philippines.
0: Oh, super cool. Yep.
1: I competed for the national team of the Philippines for like three years. And getting to represent that country, oh, the pride is real. Like. Like Hawaiians, we are so proud to be Hawaiian. Filipinos are on their life yeah. for the for their own country.
0: I seen a funny meme. Speaking of that, where it's a Filipino boy, and then he is like, POV. You're a Filipino that sees um, the Philippines mentioned anywhere. He's on Google Maps scrolling, and he's like,
1: Oh, Philippines! Yeah. Philippines! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like that's such their um, bro. They're really prideful. That's so but, cool. Yeah,
1: I mean look at us like we we rep our our zip zip codes our freaking like our town yeah i think
0: that's so funny repping our zip codes because it's like we all literally live within a 50 mile radius of each other (laughs) like what exactly (laughs) like your life is not that different from mine brada sorry yeah (laughs) so what was like one of the biggest culture shocks that um first struck you when you went there
1: oh man I would say the living situation. <clears throat> you know, I think again I I want to emphasize the word privilege. Yeah. Because I I've seen poverty. I've seen what you saw in Texas when you when you explained to me what you saw at the border, yeah. It's just if you think you have it bad, there's worse. Yeah. And so I've always said, you know, like when I became a pretty well like well-known and highly valued uh volleyball player Mm. in the professional uh, side of things i had high expectations for my accommodations my transportation Mm. and i was like no no no, that needs to be like it needs to be clean before i (laughs) arrive. i need to i need to sit first class because i'm 6'2 and i need to be comfortable on that 12-hour flight because i need to play good right and i had my standards until I went to the Philippines and realized what they were giving me was the best that they could. The food, the living situations, even the book-book bedding. I couldn't get over it. I'm like, what? what is this orange pillow doing in the middle of my like my bedroom? Like, why is the blankets purple? Like, it needs to not because I'm also a content creator. And what are we doing here? Like, I'm going to go to the store right now and I need to get all white sheets and all this. I had a certain vision and look that I need to have but like I started to actually embrace yeah. embrace their culture and embrace the crazy colors and the weird what is this uh, cool what, cool whip containers <laughs> full of whatever pom. yeah yeah i like oh, I mean
0: you think I'm you're not, opening butter it's leftovers, yeah, it's leftovers from leftovers last night
1: with the ne- Neapolitan <laughs> uh, gallon ice container cream Dinaguan inside. I'm like, oh.
0: oh yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, dinaguan is that? That's the blood. Milk. Yeah. Oh, bro. That, that one is kind of nuts. It is. I mean, I love adobo, but oh, dinaguan is kind of. I'm good. What are
1: you happy
0: with? Um, Hawaiian Chinese mostly, and then my dad is Hawaiian Chinese, Portuguese, and I think Puerto Rican, but I'm not too sure. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, both my parents are Hawaiian Chinese. My one fam, my papa's family is from Kauai, Koohis. My grandma is from Maui. She's a A-Q. and then my dad's dad is from Oahu too, but he's a Varys, and then his mom is an Akaka, okay. like um, like the senator and stuff. So that's my mm-hmm. Ohana too. So yeah. I have a pretty big family, like I went to um, Kaua'i for my family reunion last year, and my great-grandma, the one that, um, this is her farm, she was a sibling of 17 plus 5 hanai, I think, so 22 oh, wow. in all. Holy. So a huge yeah, family yeah. reunion, and it's funny because like, a lot of my cousins that live over here, I never would have met them unless I went. Kauai for that family reunion so now that we know we're related like frick i see a couple of my cousins at uh all the time yeah and yeah it's cool like um knowing you have pilina with people you know
2: yeah yeah
0: can you talk um more about your i guess journey through volleyball and like how you started and eventually like how it was in the pros
1: yeah i started like Uh, I started in high school, yeah. I just was encouraged to play all the sports. I was on an athletic scholarship at St. Francis Mm. uh, in Manoa, and I played softball, basketball, ran track, and soccer, obviously, and then volleyball was one of them. And I think I just, I didn't say, I wouldn't say I excelled in the sport my first year, but I thought, man, this is so fun. (laughs) I love it. Like, especially I was hitting my growth spurt that year. Okay. So I was taller than most of the girls. Yeah. And so it did come a little easier for me to like, you know, hit over the net (laughs) or like block balls that were coming my way. So I was like, Ooh, I love it. And I ended up going to, um, the UH volleyball camp one summertime. And I I went with my, my, one of my best friends and her sport was volleyball. Okay. So she played soccer with me, and I played soccer with oh, I mean, volleyball with her. Okay. Just to keep company. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up getting like during the three-day camp. At the last day of the camp, I got separated from my friends and went mm. to the advanced group. Oh. And basically, I, I don't know if you know Dave Shoji. He's the oh brat legendary, legendary
0: volleyball coach. Legendary
1: like, head coach of the Wahine's for so literally
0: long. Literally legendary.
1: So he came up to me and was like, "Uh, who's picking you up from camp today? And I said, my mom. And he said, okay, well, I'm gonna, I wanna talk to her. I was like, oh shoot, what did I do? Yeah. So after the camp, my mom picked me up and I was like, mom, um, Coach Dave Shoji wants you to go to his office, me and you. And he wants to talk to you. She goes, what did you do? (laughs) And I was like, nothing, mom. Yeah. You know, so we go and he actually offered for me to play at, uh, for this volleyball club that practiced at UH, had all UH coaches Mean. and she was like I mean if you want to like you're gonna have your drivers license soon and you're gonna be able to do what you want like so, if it's according to your time like your schedule yeah like if it soccer, lines up with you yeah. yeah and so perfect I took it I did have some hard times You know, even trying to learn a sport at 15 years old when I'm already probably one of the best in my age group for soccer. Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't really love the humble beginnings, (laughs) but we're going to push through. (laughs) And after I mean, high school was real short, like the high school volleyball era was real short for that time. And then college, man, crazy. The culture shock was nuts going to the Midwest. Even being on the West Coast for a little... Is Arizona considered the West Coast?
2: Yeah.
1: That is just such a different world. Yeah. You know, the kids there, they're not Hawaii. Bruh. Hawaii kids. Yeah. You know, and I was really judged. Yeah. I really didn't have... Which, I was a pretty good scholar in high school. And I didn't have the best English, apparently. And so I was really pushed. My buttons were pressed. And I still had to keep my aloha. Yeah. My level of Kindness and respect but it was really at times hard for me Yeah. you know it was always repeating myself for other people making myself uncomfortable for other people to be comfortable and I just learned to shift my own ways to fit to let people you know to for me to fit them
0: yeah like conform to however they want yeah because
1: I realized I am the haole yeah I'm the one that's there yeah yeah You know, so a lot of my eating habits had to change to be a high level uh, athlete, which was really hard for me. Like the stuff that I ate growing up, I couldn't eat. Like, what did all that stuff that I ate got me to this level? And now you want me to change it? You know, so my body changed a lot. Mm. I actually fell in that deep, dark hole of eating disorder and body image, like Mm. feeling not enough as a as a Wahina as a female yeah. to to even like compete at that level because I'm like oh, my legs are bigger than everyone's or like you know my my body doesn't look like the shape of hers or yeah. you know my teammates who are very thin and you know they're tall they're all skinny and they're looking in the mirror at themselves saying I'm fat and I'm like what does that make me yeah yeah. You know? <laughs> But that's all stuff that you question your like you can question yourself when you're young and you don't know better. Yeah. And like I told you, what my coming to life moment was, and my my most eye-opening experience was getting my heart broken. And I think that's what made me be like, there is not one person in this world that is me. Yeah. And anybody that gets to be loved by me and and gets to have the privilege of having me as a as a friend because I like to think that I'm a good person yeah. to have on your side. I said, that's it. Nobody is going to make me question myself. Yeah. And so, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't all glitz and glam. It wasn't an easy journey, yeah. but we got through it and we got better from it.
0: Yeah that's the main thing i feel like those moments of adversity really define your character if you're gonna be like one of those roll over and take it kind of people or yeah. fight through it i mean speaking of anime the protagonist never has it easy you know what i mean you think they give up after the first time like
2: yeah
0: bro straight up like I get emotionally invested in some. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So, what is um, one of your favorite things that you got to experience while playing professionally? And then, one of your least favorite things that you got to experience?
1: So, the best, hands down, winning my first championship in the Philippines. Man, I felt like the man. (laughs) I really did. I won MVP that year. And just nothing could go wrong in my world for like maybe... Three weeks after it, too. Cool. Just everything. Yeah, like, that's a long Good high. things happening all at once. Um, and then it just made me hungry for more. Mm. Like, that's when when you reach the top, you don't want to leave that. Yeah. And so I think I changed. Like, my perspective, I became even more animal. Mean. Like, I, wa- I wanted nothing. I don't want anybody to come close.
0: Like, it made you more hungry almost. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: I, like, I, I don't even think I had an off-season that year. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kept going. And I love my time off. Yeah. But after that first championship... Addicting. No one was going to take my crown. For, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then I would say the, the worst thing uh, in my... I think everyone can... Every athlete can agree is being injured and not having anything... You, like, you cannot do anything to do what you know what you're doing in your head. Yeah. Like, mentally... You want to be out there, but physically you can't. Yeah. Like it, whether it's a leg or for me, it was my my shoulder because I'm a hitter. Oh, okay. I'm like, I would literally try and swing and I couldn't. Mm. And that's the worst. Yeah. And then sitting out and watching your team suffer because there's yeah. a big puka without you on the court. Yeah. It's torture. It sucks. So I would say... My experiences—the worst ones were not being healthy. Mm. Because what's the point?
0: Yeah. How did you get your injury? Was it just through over like over time? Oh, okay. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't one specific accident, but uh, just hitting a lot yeah. of balls yeah. in my life. I dislocated here and there, put it back, run them hot, <laughs> and it was just. I hit hit the point of my career where it's had enough. <laughs> yeah,
0: bruh, that's animal. I would. I never had anything dislocated, thankfully, but I did have a few broken bones, bruh, And like, yeah, that stuff is not pleasant. Nope. I think one of my biggest PTSD moments is like when I had to go get surgery for something. Like, I, I my insurance wouldn't cover the putting me under, so I, I had to know. do it with like just numbing stuff. Yeah. Oh, bruh, like. They had to cut something out of my chest but like oh i felt like all the blood dripping into my armpit every little like slice they did with the scalpel like it's not sore but you feel them slicing you you know what i mean and oh just that yeah it was honestly like torture but oh and then the recovery was bad too because i already it freaking it got um definitely it got infected and it just started like inflating with blood brah and then one day yeah it just burst open and it was literally like black chunky blood no. and like i almost passed out just seeing that much blood come from myself i was like holy shit but yeah injuries and surgeries that stuff is no joke bro no, like people when they see like a professional athlete get injured and then they see how the athlete reacts like they don't understand way more yeah the,
1: the hurt the yeah
0: it's, it's like, like they're thinking of their future in this their career yeah literally
1: or all the work that they put that into that to, get in, to, lead to
0: lead them get to, to there yeah yeah i i seen a clip of jeremy lynn when he tore his acl oh yeah he was he was literally just saying oh i'm done bro." Like, it's a wrap That's yeah.
1: some some injuries
0: change you forever his Career ended yeah.
1: and it's just heart shattering
0: yeah i'll save that question for for after yeah. <laughs> Looking at your life through social media, you seem to be, like, super insanely busy. How do you manage all of the different, I guess, avenues of your life, basically?
1: So, I do try to keep myself busy for a reason. I think it's because it's feeling accomplished is such a good serotonin boost. <laughs> like it just gets the endorphins moving, especially when I get to check things off. But I think how I make time is the time management. I was a college athlete at one point. Mm. Having to go from here to there to here to there it's second nature already. Yeah. And then I'm only home for a like just a little bit of time yeah. each year, yeah. So I have a lot of friends, thankfully. Thank God that each of my friends have something a platform or a business that I can support. That yeah. that's another privilege that I get to do. And if I since I have that that I'll just say platform again. My my platform allows me to support, spread awareness, yeah. and and you know if I can do anything on my part to help my friends succeed, I'm doing it. I don't care. So I mean, the last two days, last few days, Jelani and I have had to crawl out of bed around noon because <laughs> tired it yeah. catches up to you. Yeah, we're still trying to keep our bodies healthy, yeah. stay fit, work out but also I have photo shoots, I got interviews, yeah. we got gigs. Yeah. I got now I'm coaching like once a week, but oh, still that's a lot of energy yeah. you're giving yeah. to little ones. I I'm working with young kids so I'm like I got to be enthusiastic. Yeah. But I think just mentally preparing yourself to give mm. more than you get. Yeah. I get so much. Yeah. I have my cup is always overflowing so this is now the time to pour into others and Then sleep later.
0: (laughs) I like that, mana'o. Super solid. What would you say um, were some of the major values that were taught to you as a child or through your upbringing that you kind of still hold close to you and live by today?
1: My biggest value, I would say, is ohana. Yeah, I think as any other—I mean, my grandpa, he's Hawaiian-Chinese, but— my grandpa's Chinese. Like, <laughs> we, we gotta make him proud. Yeah, <laughs> and I lived my life around that. You know, I told you that he helped raise me. Yeah, he put me through my a lot of my school and my sports. So I felt felt the need to owe him my world. Yeah, give him everything that he put into me.
0: Like show him it wasn't a waste. Yeah, huh?
1: and so he was a big reason why I did things. Um, and then. I keep in mind them. Yeah. I keep in mind my mom and my dad and my sister and her children. I'm a proud Anak. <laughs> um, and now I have a beautiful relationship where my partner and I just get to support each other. And I value our love and our growth yeah. and empowering each other to be our best selves for our, ourselves and for each other. Yeah. And yeah. that's really... I value the ocean 100% <laughs> yeah. I do, truly, and the mountains Yeah. because
0: that's what raised me. Nani. I feel like a lot of people that grew up on the mainland don't realize, like, or they don't see the ocean.
1: They don't get to see the beauty.
0: Yeah, like, they don't even care about it. My friend told me, he's in the Navy, that's why, and he said basically, like, the captains will just throw the trash off the ship even though they know yeah. it's bad. And then my friend told me one time, like, his, what is it, um, superior or whatever, they were basically trying to order him to throw the trash in the ocean. And my friend was looking at them like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, you're dumb. Go ask somebody else. I'm from Hawaii. Like,
1: yeah. the
0: ocean matters to me.
1: I'm, I'm a big advocate for people that are afraid of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? It's beautiful. You know, like, it can provide for you. It, it feeds us. Like, I... I never could see eye to eye with somebody that doesn't want to jump in or like, I mean, now that I'm older, I value my life a little more, so I don't <laughs> jump in at sandies. Yeah. I don't jump in at yokes. Yeah. But I do, I, I will dabble in a nice, calm, ka'a'wa day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or at the sandbar or something, but I have a deep appreciation for the ocean and these mountains that are right behind us. Yeah. Like, I looked up at, at them and. Every single day if I was a bored kid. Remember being bored Bruh, as a
0: kid? I kind of yeah, I was never bored. Like I was either riding <laughs> bike or adventuring with the neighbors kids or literally up in I the never, mountains there was making never, trails. Never
1: a dull moment. Yeah. And that's what I'm grateful for is like, wow, I know what to do with my time when I when there's nothing to do. With
0: yeah. Me. I feel like a lot of I guess like growing up in Kahalu, kids spent a lot of their childhood outside yeah. or at least when we were growing up. Yeah. Cause That's like, why I don't
1: know a ton of movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my grandma would always make me um, be home before the streetlights come on. And if I wasn't, then, oh, putties. But looking back at, like, getting lickings, there wasn't ever a time in my life where I got lickings just because, like, oh, my grandparents was having a bad day so they can come give me lickings. Like, no, it was because I did something stupid and I needed to wise up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mine was, I did something stupid and then I would get, I would be explained why. Why, why I gave you licking? <laughs> you think daddy like, give you licking? Yeah. Uh, yes. What? No, no, you don't want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm always, I, I always had to, there was always some type of, um, transaction where I do something, then I gotta get punished. Yeah. But I have to understand why I got punished. Yeah. And why I don't do that again, so. There's a reason behind everything.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what are some of your hobbies outside of volleyball or music?
1: Pickleball.
0: Oh nah, I feel like choke people are getting into pickleball I nowadays. Love
1: pickleball. We don't we don't get to play it as much as we want to, but when we do, it's on. It's intense. And we don't want to leave the park.
0: <laughs> so pickleball is Pretty much just like tennis, no?
1: Tennis and ping pong put together. Oh, okay. It's on a smaller court and it's smaller paddles than uh, tennis and bigger than ping pong. Okay. And it's with a wiffle ball.
0: And then you still gotta bounce it on their side first, first before they yeah. hit
1: it? Yes. Okay. Um, but after the serve and the return, you can play uh, back to one touch. Like oh, like bumps. just volley at
0: kind. Yeah, mean, okay. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my friends have been getting into pickleball. I see, like, they even, like, go to tournaments and stuff. Oh,
1: you should. <laughs> they play at Ahuimanu on oh, Tuesday, me. Friday, and
0: Sundays. But I thought about making, like, a little kickball league or, like, dodgeball or something. Because, like, bah, recess in elementary, that was the shit. Oh playing gosh. sham battle or kickball, like, playing that as adults, that would be way more fun, I feel oh like. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah.
0: Especially because, like yeah you just like we don't do it ever now so like having fun like that is way more killer yeah
1: (laughs) you should do that i'll be there him and i will yeah
0: we we can be the president of the league yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what has living away from hawaii taught you about hawaii it
1: taught me myself about myself and who i am and how important it is to stay true to me Mm. um I get to be a representation of what aloha is in human form. Yeah. With people, yeah, and I've I like to say that the way that I grew up is so is it just plays such a big role in who I am now. Mm. Like I used to be a short fuse as a kid. Oh. Like I was Temper. a little bit, yeah. I I I didn't take shit from nobody. <laughs> okay. And as an adult now, and also as the woman that I hold myself to be, mm. I take a lot more. Yeah. Uh, even though I I'll go to sleep like wishing I didn't. Yeah. I still, I'm I'm very firm believer in in karma and God. Well, obviously God's watching everything. Yeah. I I feel like he'll take care of it. It's yeah. not my kuleana too get somebody straightened up Yep. you know especially I'm a woman like I I gotta take care of myself (laughs) and what I'm going to create yeah it's so important from you my uh, from yourself your kane or your loved one and your your keiki your future keiki like that's all I'm gonna care about and then and of course my ohana but that is all that should be relevant to what takes energy for myself Yeah. the, the thought yeah. And what you think, you know, you're pu- you're pouring a lot into. Yeah. And how you react to. So, as I've been living away, I've met Karen's, I've met disrespectful if they were here howler. Yeah. Um and I now I'm I go at it with grace. And sometimes holding it in and the frustration or the middle fingers or you know, reacting with some type of emotion, I'm working on it. I'm trying to be Pono all the way around.
0: My grandma would always tell me, um, just kill him with aloha, because there's no point in holding on to all of those icky, yucky feelings. You're the only one that's being brought down by them. You you think the other person is thinking, like, oh, I'm sad that they're they're sad at me. Like, they could give a rat's ass. So yeah. just kill him with aloha, and then that way you know that you still did your best, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I'll give you an example. I have this auntie that, I don't know if she doesn't like me or not, but she definitely was, like, snapping at me one day. And I was just like, I love you, auntie. And, like, ho, it straight, like, threw her completely off guard. She was like, what? <laughs> just, like, I was like, yeah, I love you, auntie. Don't worry, I love you. <laughs> And it literally just, like, diffused the whole situation. So yeah. It made okay. her feel like, oh, like, why am I acting like Taking this? Back. Yeah, yeah. Taking
2: back a bit.
0: So, kill them with aloha, guys. That's a... I know it's hard sometimes, but trust me.
1: It can be, yeah.
0: It'll, it'll pay off in the end.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. What was, like, your... I know you was talking about the Philippines a lot, but other than the Philippines, what has been one of the... One of your favorite places that you got to travel to, and like what kind of culture was it like over there?
1: One of the best places, food-wise, <laughs> Puerto Rico. Oh, mean. <laughs> like, I, lo- I loved playing there. I got to play there for two seasons. Solid. My first day, de- my professional debut season. Mean. In 2017, I played on the west side of the island called Maya West. Okay. It's a beach town. Mean. It was so awesome. The food is unreal. Like gandule rice. Yeah. They call it arroz con gandules. Oh. And actually they don't eat patele all year round. Yeah. And it's called pasteles. Yeah. There. They only eat it for Christmas.
0: I heard they don't even make pasteles. Too. They don't. That's, yeah. a, Hawaii That's a Hawaii thing. Yeah. My friend from Puerto Rico owns a, a food truck. Happy Rico shout out. Their best pateles, best patele stew. But yeah, he told me like, yeah, we don't we don't make this in Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's a Hawaii thing.
1: They have something like it. And I kept on like trying to find like, do you have this but in stew form? And they're like, no, no, no. no." And I'm like, gosh, I'm craving. But I I guess, you know, we have a mix of things. We we take things and run with it. And just like how I started my music career, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you put it in my engine and make it my own uh, in some type of unique way yeah for and sure. i think that's a big metaphor of what hawaii does with other cultures
0: yep i feel like yeah just like you're saying like hawaii it's not really like i guess we adopt things from other cultures and then put a hawaiian twist on it mm-hmm. and then it becomes i don't want to say it comes better but definitely yeah, it comes better. yeah <laughs> like how the ukulele is not even from hawaii but yeah. like I'm pretty sure Hawaiians can play the ukulele the best. No, no, not like out of everybody in the Honestly, world, but the from the culture ukulele, that it yeah. came from, like people in the Pacific play the ukulele kind of better than people from Europe. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> or even like um, just with food, like how Meat Jun was invented in freaking Kimchi 1, right yeah. there in Kaneohe.
1: Yeah. I went to Korea and tried to get Meat Jun in, and it's not They don't that. have it, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My friend, he's like, bah meet Jen. that's just terry terri- B French toast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's a good um, analogy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So what is, I know you're a big, um, not fan of music, but I know music is a big part of your life. What is your favorite lyric and why?
1: Wow. Um... Hmm. It's, I'm trying to think of something from Bob Marley because I've used a lot of his quotes in my life. Mm. Um, so I would say, Emancipate yourself from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our mind I think that's so deep. Yeah. I think it's like we are the only people with the... Right to clear our minds from any type of mental limitation, yeah. and I think obviously there's different meanings that you could run with with your perspective when you listen to that song, yeah, redemption song, yeah. But I also just watched the Bob Marley movie, and okay. he was in the in the process of writing that song. He was in a pretty me- deep mental state mm. where his life was on the line. It, the protection of his life was questionable, and I, I love that. I yeah. love every lyric in that song. Mm-hmm.
0: That's super powerful. You sang, you killed that, by the way. Thanks. Did you um, you hear his grandson's song that's going viral now? Yeah. I in the moonlight. I feel like that song got so gentrified. It did. Every it, time it it I see it, it's on like some like
1: random white hippies
0: page, like trying to be hippie, and yeah. I'm just like.
1: I'm like, there's there's a girl like. <laughs> There was a girl doing her makeup to that song. I'm like, this has nothing to do with that, but whatever. Literally. You're just doing it. I mean, it's I'm viral.
0: stoked that his song is popping off and success, you know, but like, huh. Yeah, yeah, for real. Very. Lining up right with the movie. What would you say is your biggest flex?
1: Being Jelani Tavai's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. told him that today, Because <laughs> we, we were uh, talking to a Makalapa elementary today, 5th oh, okay. graders, and I went up, I shared a little bit of myself, I told them I'm just a Hawaii kid like you guys, yeah. made it to the highest level of my sport, any questions? So what it's like to be in the NFL? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's for you, yeah. and then
2: Classic. I could have just
1: walked outside the classroom because all the questions was for him, <laughs> good questions
0: though. Yeah. So um, what would be some great advice for young women who look up to you?
1: I'd say to stay true to yourself. The most important thing to always remember is that there is nobody like you. And anything that you can do, maybe someone can do it better. Maybe they don't do it as well. But if you keep working and pursuing that passion, you can be the best you that God made possible. So. I would say know how important and valuable you are and always remember your worth.
0: Solid. You hear that? All you future aspiring manawahine, know your worth. I feel like a lot of people in general don't. Like, A lot of people get caught up comparing themselves, and I always like to say that comparison is the thief of joy.
1: It really is
0: cuz like you could be happy with like your situation, your car, but then if you start comparing yourself to like Bill Gates, you're not going to be as happy. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Who are some mana that influence you to succeed?
1: I'd say my mom. My mom is a mana whether she knows it or not. <laughs> she has never never showed us herself having a bad day like mm. my mom is so consistent i yeah. i really aspire to be that you know she is a dream mom for me so kudos to you mom mana wahine all day and my sister mm. she's a mother of four she handles it better than i know anybody can because <laughs> kids are not easy she makes it look so easy um, and yeah man. I would say musicians because I don't know them personally and they say you don't want to meet your idols mm. yet, um, the lyrics actually of Lauren Hill yeah or Jenny Aiko I'd say
2: yeah.
1: uh, her I'm missing a lot but those women who have had the mana to share that part of their life yeah. or that realization whether they wrote it or not they sang that from their heart and that's what inspires me yeah. to share what i feel and what i've experienced through music Solid. and those are just some of the artists yeah female artists that i look up to
0: you can't ever name them all when cannot asked act. on the spot yeah can I? yeah <laughs> Oh, this is the question I was going to see. What kind of impact do you hope to make through your platform?
1: Maybe not. I, I mean, I would like to impact people in person because, you know, you can't read everything through yeah. the platform. Which yeah. Social media platform, I'm guessing. Right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like to inspire. Um, I like to say that I share my... Through my social media, I share... Life through my own lens mm. and what and how much I get to see of the world in my life as a pro athlete, as a musician, as a girlfriend of one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Yeah, that's an awesome. Extraordinary lifestyle. I never thought I would get to experience. Yeah, yeah? But sport at the highest level is a different is such a different life. Yeah, it is a full-time job to to support somebody in that life yeah i can't even imagine being that Jalani is in the facility for more than 12 hours a day some days mm. and i'm i'm just waiting for him to come home yeah. and make him feel better yeah. if there's any way that i can you know? yeah so i'd say i'd inspire you to follow your dreams and pursue your passions because you live one life yeah that's absolutely it And we don't get days back yeah we you know if there's an opportunity grab it if there's two or three things that you're passionate about or that you love do them all
0: yeah yeah for sure that was um beautifully put i feel like a lot of times society itself like makes you give up some of your real passions in order to you know just get by yeah but it's always great when your passions can actually help provide for yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just a question I like to ask every single of my guests. What does aloha mean to you?
1: I've actually had this question asked to me a few times, but at the moment, <laughs> aloha means patience. Aloha is giving somebody the, your time yeah. and, and letting... In a way, when I think of Aloha, I think of my grandparents mm. because they are the epitome of that. Yeah. They have so much love to give. And all they ever wanted was my time. Yeah. And my when I think about it, I'm actually getting emotional. My grandpa just wants to sit and talk story. Yeah. And he just wants that. That's you know, he can't do as much anymore, but with my busy days and my busy schedules and with Jalani being home with us. He just wants to talk. Yeah. And if there's anything that I could give back with my with my aloha Mm. to, to my granddad and my gram, it's my time. Yeah. And my patience. Yeah. Just sit just sit there. Yeah. You know, let let him ask all the questions. Yeah. And you know, share my experiences that I've gotten to see. Because they want they paved the way for me to, to be here. Yep. Don't, you know, don't be like, okay, gotta go. Or, yeah, you just know, brush it off. You're not going to get that back.
0: Yeah, I definitely had to learn that the hard way. Like, I moved out when I was like 15. I just, yeah, basically just started living with my friends, paying rent wherever. Yeah. And then when I got with my girlfriend... In, like, 2017. Well, we was together already, but I started living with her for a while. And then my grandma, like, she'd call me out of the blue, like, oh, Kaika, like, I want you to move back home. And I'm just like, okay, grandma, yeah, whatever, I'll come home. But, like, I didn't even know, but it turns out she had stage 4 cancer and fucking... The next time I see my grandma was, like, her just passing away.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, fuck, I always regret brushing it off.
1: You got to dig deeper for them because they dug dug deep for us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, um... Mahalo for all of your mana'o and stuff. Welcome back from the intermission, folks. Um... I have another special guest. This is like the first time I ever did something like this where we have a secret guest come on mid-episode. But yeah, he is a linebacker for the New England Patriots in the NFL, so that's like the highest of the highest performing-wise in football. And
3: I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, so my name is Jelani Tavai. Um I'm born and raised in Inglewood, California. Uh, went, to, went to college out here at UH, uh from 2014 to 2018. Uh, after that I got drafted to the Lions in the second round and then uh, had a two-year campaign there and then uh, now going on my fourth. Uh, season uh, with the Patriots, so in total, I'm going on year six, uh, but good to be here. Yeah.
0: Super sick, bro. Thank you guys both for your time and your mana'o. I really appreciate it. I know you guys are super busy and got a lot going on, so you guys making time to come out here really means a lot, and yeah, mahalo. So growing up in Inglewood, bro, you got to talk about that. How was that? Especially uh, like being a poly. Yeah,
3: no, it, it was... Uh, <laughs> It was tough, you know, you got to know where you're, you're supposed to be out there. You got to, I think as a kid, you, you, you learn how to have your head on a swivel at all times, mm. you know, know what your surroundings is. And, um, and, you know, our main goal as, as, you know, as siblings, I'm one of seven. So, um, there's six boys, one girl, uh, but our main goal was to get out of Inglewood, you know, <laughs> find a way out and, mm. you know, prosper elsewhere and, uh, we were blessed and fortunate that uh, not just myself, but my brothers had an opportunity to go uh, play in division one. And then a few of us uh, also uh, made it to the NFL. So solid, you know, we we created a standard for ourselves. That, <laughs> you know, we, we wanted to make it in life. And and not saying that making it to the NFL is the only way to make it in life. Yeah. But our, our mission and our goals were always in sports because mm. you know, we weren't gonna let our God-given talent go to waste. Yeah, yeah. You know? And you know, it's unfortunate that, that you know sometimes some people allow that to happen. But um, it was good that each and every one of us had each other uh, back and motivated each other constantly. You know, it was so it was so chaotic in our household because of how competitive we were <laughs> with each other. You know, and until this day, it still is. You know, we we have uh, our little bickering. And yeah. And
0: rivalries oh, competitiveness yeah, yeah. You know,
3: and, it, and, it, and it could be in anything card game pickleball yeah and, 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 like we can't play football against each other we're too big now like it, it's gonna we're gonna hurt each other <laughs> so we find other activities where we're gonna have fun with it and then the fun turns into uh, you know it's competition yeah
0: so Did you ever get to play against any of your relatives in, like, the professional level?
3: No, I missed my brother by a year. Oh, okay. Um, But I got to play with my younger brother. Oh, sick. So my younger brother was, like, we were fortunate enough that, uh, you know, Bill Belichick and the staff (laughs) uh, brought my younger brother Justice onto the team during... um, uh, last year's off, burnout off season. Preseason. Last year's preseason. Mm, okay. So I got to spend months with him as a Patriot. Got to see him wear the blue, silver, uh, and red. Um, and uh, you know, getting to practice with him, getting, him, getting to show him the ropes around what it yeah. feels like. What get his like get his feet wet. Yeah. You know, like what what the true NFL like lifestyle is. Like what
0: know? a big brother would do. Yeah,
1: <laughs> What's cool about this? This brother played with him pop Warner yeah played with high oh. yeah
0: and every College.
3: sport so like so it was it was kind of a surreal moment because like like what Calais uh, said like, he and I did everything together yeah you know whether it was baseball football rugby um
0: literally like from anything. the trenches to the yeah. pros Follow together oh that's so, so sick
3: um I mean, I don't want to say he followed me, but because he he earned his mm, scholarship, yeah. he earned his way to where where he got, and then uh, and then when he got to New England, he earned his his way to uh, to get to the NFL level. You mean? Know? Yeah. So one of them got to play with me, and then the other was uh, got signed with the, uh, the the Seahawks. Oh, shit! So I had so they were both rookies the same year, the same, <laughs> uh, same year, and then. Uh, yeah, I missed my older brother. He was with the Titans for a few years and then went to Canada. Uh, uh-huh. his career in. Oh, CFL.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's sick too. Yeah. Is what is the main differences between CFL? Different CFO?
3: Rules, so different fields, different ball. Um, uh, I don't know this like their full, full like rules, but my brother yeah. told me that they're they're much different. But, okay. Yeah,
0: that's kind of it's kind of funny because like. Hearing Canadians play football, you wouldn't think, but
3: like yeah.
0: their league is like yeah. really huge yeah, over yeah. there. Like, Definitely. that's the football they watch. Yeah,
3: that's the, that's, yeah, pretty much the Great Cup.
0: Yeah, it was, that's when Chad Owens was balling out over there, He was doing good. Yeah. But
3: it was, it's, it's cool to see, you know, a lot of Hawaii ties make it out. If it's not in the NFL, like I said, there's other gateways. If yeah. we're talking football, then, you know, the CFL is a great pathway. Yeah. Now you got you have the UFL and if guys want to go overseas the ones i want to watch is the 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 japanese leagues i hear their 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 stadium is bumping during during their season yeah you know if they make it to the championship whoever it is like the fans are freaking yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah that must be nuts in japan and i feel like they're just so respectful as a culture that yeah. the experience like just must be
3: all positive yeah like it's not like they're throwing yeah, shit yeah, at yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. they're like booing chants have to be on point. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like it's like the, the most like most like similar thing that i would relate it to is probably like mm. kuku is so organized with their chants and
1: oh yeah 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 like, oh. Like, oh. Here, like, their togetherness you
3: know, yeah like you have like when, when kuku couldn't perform the hakka like for before the game, you had the fans like actually prepping. It, yeah, and yeah. It. So when they went to states, they did it in the uh, in the bleachers. So Classic. That's, that's that's freaking cool, as heck.
0: Yeah, that is super cool. Yeah. cool. Even yeah. when um I think it was my graduation year, their got ga- their graduation went viral. They did like the the whip and the nanny and stuff. But
2: oh, for, oh Brad, they oh, pulled yeah, it yeah, off.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. A, a few of the boys showed me that. That was back when I was a
0: yeah. We, I was, was, a I was senior, sophomore, uh, in college. In college. Yeah. I was a senior in high school. Yeah, and was all
3: funny. the Cuckoo Boys were so proud for yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> The Class. locker room talk is too funny. Yeah, because it'll always be, it'll always be the Cuckoo Boys, or I wouldn't say the Cuckoo Boys. It'll always be the Hawaii Boys going at it with each other. Like, <laughs> well, come on, We beat St. Louis all four <laughs> years I was there, and, blah, blah, blah. and then, and then it'll take one guy from the mainland to join the conversation, and then next you know it's. Hawaii, would have beat you? Like <laughs> California, and then Texas. And like so, it was always cool, and it's funny because even to this day, like when I'm in the locker room in the with in the Patriots like, mm. locker room, we we just had this conversation because it was we we finally have high schools that travel like Cuckoo travels. Yeah, the, Bishop Gorman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we we uh, we had a Texas California thing. So it was like so it, uh because I think uh, modern day, which is like. One of the best high schools in Southern California traveled up to Texas and beat two teams. Oh, mean! And and then so we have we hold that over the Texas guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's pretty cool.
0: So you represent like you're a proud Cali boy then.
3: I am, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Proud, proud to be from Inglewood. Um, uh, no shame in it, but it's 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 definitely uh, molded me to be who I am. So, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: Environment has yeah. a lot to do with oh, how you turn out. Yeah. But I just always love meeting my diaspora cousins, you know, yeah, like, allies yeah, yeah. that grew up outside of Polynesia. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, your guys' worldview must be so, like... It's different. It's cool, though, because yeah. it's both, you know? Like,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll share one fun thing about me. Like I told you, I'm very nonchalant. Yeah, I'm yeah. super... I used to be more more naive, but <laughs> I really don't care what's going on around me. This guy, head on the swivel. Every, so it's perfect... Like Balance, it's yeah. a perfect pair because to be like, oh. I get to be <laughs> a, not not a thing in my head. Yeah. I'm not thinking about nothing but what we're doing right in front of me. And he's always on. You know, he's protective. He's like very, you know, observant. Yeah. So, and that's his. You know, he grew up with having m- to be like- more more reasons to yeah. be on. Yeah. You know, on alert. For so, sure. I'm like.
0: Like, yeah. People like we get into scraps and stuff in Hawaii, but ho, oh, like. I got a gun pulled on me in Texas. Yeah. I can't different. even imagine how bad Inglewood is. Yeah. And it was literally, bro, the guy was driving past me, and he's like, fuck you. So, of course, <laughs> I'm like, bro, fuck you. And then he's just like, what? And I was just like, tail tucked. soup, Oh, uh, yeah, it's nothing. You, I'm trying to go back home, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's not, you ain't worth it. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, it's different, you know? Like, there's stories I couldn't tell, but, it, like, dead bodies, like, gunshots everywhere. You, you can, you know that, like, well, sucks is, you know the difference between a firework and a gunshot. Yeah. That's that's, that's what people shouldn't be uh, so used to. Explosives you know? and yeah. shit,
0: yeah. You can tell the difference between the blast. Yeah. Oh, that was a 9, yeah. nine mil, 45 so, like, that one. <laughs>
3: that, that's the, that was the, you know, shitty part about it, but I don't know. It's so, there's so many people that make it out of Inglewood nowadays, you know, yeah. whether it's rappers, whether it's uh nfl guys or content creators yeah Yeah. you know and which is great you know so i like always take pride in what we do uh because you know you're you're at the bottom right there yeah you know like most people like like they say that's the ghetto or that's that's the hood you know like so for us to make it out of the hood like through our struggles and through our you know just everything Yeah. yeah you know i'm blessed that i get to wake up right now I get to be over here in the Nalo'i, e, yeah. and then I can go North Shore, go cruise at the beach. Or, you know, it, it, like, I always have that thought in my head where it's like, man, when you guys were talking about, like, things could be worse, mm. like, I've been through there. Yeah. And I know I had it bad, but like you guys said, like, there's always worse. And I always have that in my mind, like,
0: like, yeah,
3: it could be, yeah.
0: Bro, when I feel, when I catch myself, like, complaining about little shit in my life, I'm just like, yeah, oh, wait, but 90% yeah. of the world is, weird. like, I'm chilling. Yeah. First 100%. world problems.
2: <laughs> <For real>? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So how did um how did
1: you two meet?
3: So we met at her gig. Oh, uh, yeah, sick! So she was performing at Sweet Enemy, and um.
1: This was during COVID. Yeah. Oh. No, so no, a
3: no, year after. Year
1: after. This was 2021, so we were still in lockdown. Oh, okay. O- only yeah, yeah. like five people in a in a public area. So
0: what are you just singing to like?
1: I was on a live stream. Oh, that kind of gig. I was like, doing gig. a live stream concert. Um, with full on like cameras in front yeah, and like production. Yeah, and then um, it was for a fundraiser, and then Jelani came walking in.
3: Yeah, I was on, I was in my uh, off season actually, um, and ha- COVID. You know, so you, yep. you haven't heard any live music. All you're listening yeah. to is what's on the radio or on YouTube.
0: What <laughs> doing, like, your same tiny, playlist is overplayed yeah, already. What he's
3: doing, like the Tiny Desk. So all <laughs> yeah. <you're> watching, <laughs> yeah, all you're doing is watching that. So I was, uh, I was talking to a few guys, um, and my barber actually told me he was like, "Yeah, you guys should just come through, um, or you should just come and swing by uh, Drew Drew Spot, which is Sweet Enemies' owner, Okay. Uh, Drew Honda," and uh, and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And I think this was a, either a Tuesday or a Thursday because I had um, I was playing rugby, I was yeah. uh, running around, and I was uh, right after and I was like, ah, "Let's go, let's go watch." So we went to Sweet Enemy. It was me and my one of my best friends, uh, Kui V Chung, and we we went to go grab some beers, put in the cooler. Uh-huh. We thought it was gonna be more people in there, like you know maybe ten people or yeah. Or, uh, we get there, it's just the performers, Drew, and probably three other people. Some and,
0: and, <laughs> real and, intimate kind, yeah.
3: Fine,
0: yeah. So, uh, some.
3: So, uh, <laughs> We walk in with the cooler. We sit down on the chair. and We just start cracking open some beers and just listening. And we thought more people were gonna show up, but none. So they were like, "Oh, this is cool." So she started performing, and uh, you know, I was amazed by you know her talent, and and of course she's beautiful. So, like a high school
0: um, musical story, huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs>
3: so we we stayed to the end, and then afterwards we we had a good conversation that. Uh, you know, that's uh, a. girl. Yeah.
0: I like your number. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I actually didn't get her number that night. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Funny, classic. Yeah. So oh, everything works out, bro? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty
2: much.
0: So when you spend time in Hawaii, like, you guarantee you get mistaken for a local all the time. Like, how do you. Since, since college. <laughs> yeah. College. How do you navigate through? Like, do you tell people, like, oh, I'm actually from Cali? Or do you just let them believe?
3: Uh,. No, i tell them i'll tell them like if they ask like most times people don't ask so i'll, I'll just go with the wind yeah. and you know, just play it off yeah. and luckily i can hold my own with the conversation that, with, if someone's talking pigeon or or whatnot
0: yeah so,
1: um, his dad is from kalihi yeah, so oh like KBT, okay yeah so okay. my dad
3: is actually from here he was born and raised uh, in kbt went farrington solid um uh, my mom is from western samoa so the pigeon wasn't too hard to pick up because mm. my mom speaks very broken, broken. english and so uh, and then my dad my dad used to have a strong pigeon accent as well i didn't yeah. understand him growing up versus so what if he called me like called the house and i was at home and he was trying to tell me to go do something it's like what?
1: <laughs> i cool. love how the dynamic changes though like if an uncle goes up to jelani boy where are you from yeah yeah what so like, Where where you from and he'll <laughs> be like oh inglewood and oh like that? disconnect, yeah. Goes, but my dad from Kalihi he goes, Oh, right for back, real, yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. so like the connection comes back, yeah, you know,
3: instant. It's that's so that funny. They'll, like, oh, they'll start, they'll, I don't know, it's always the Inglewood, oh, okay, yeah. Like they'll just yeah. everybody, everybody, there's always a negative uh connotation, yeah. yeah. When, when somebody says something about Inglewood, yeah, or any type of hood that's that's in California, you got Compton, you got. Linwood, you got any anything? So yeah. like or, okay. uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's always a negative thought to it, but I know a lot of the uncles who watch the old school movies, they'll they'll start cracking up about it. So, um, yeah, but Should it, it is funny whenever they they, they're, they 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 they're caught off guard every time I I'll, I'll say like I'm from England.
0: Yeah, like, no, California. I definitely was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Kalei, what do you? not trying to sound like weird or anything but like what do you do nowadays with your time like maybe while he's like playing in the season and stuff like do you have any i guess avenues or projects that you've been working on too
1: so i like to say i'm a full-time content creator now so i work with a lot of brands mostly hawaii brands Yeah. um i have some big companies that i have worked with in the past and then i do like temporary deals or sometimes long-term contracts yeah. with with them uh Waiakea being one of them mean shout out wayakea um, yeah so i do i i <laughs> do <No deal. laughs> my content creation when you know when i'm home alone i did a semester at harvard oh i was in i got uh i got accepted into the business the school of business that's super uh, sick th- just this past semester i got to do that which was Amazing. Like, getting
0: accepted is hard enough, huh? Yeah. Bruh.
1: It is. Thank Pounds. you. Pounds. Yeah. So, I got through the semester, and all I really have to say is, it's doable. Mean. But it does take a lot, you know, it, yeah. and it makes you think a lot. Um, but ma- met some great people, and then I take care of him. <laughs> I am an athlete myself, and <laughs> I always will be. And so, I try to make the environment at home healthy yeah. and good and uplifting lomi
0: lomi yeah. yeah make
1: him feel good and strong until the next sunday comes yeah. you know like it's it's funny i jelani and i did long distance um for the be, the very beginning of our mm. relationship actually it was more like two years two and a half years oh maybe sh- one and a half okay side. okay um i would be i was in the philippines i played in the in puerto rico I was basically back and forth during my season. So we didn't really get to have that, like, that build that constant, like, you know, have the time to argue or have the time to make our disagreements into compromise. Yeah, you guys
0: just was missing each other so much that every time you got together was just appreciated. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was just like, so the real challenge happened when we moved in. You know, you're, you're moving in, you're living with somebody yeah. that you love, but learning so yeah, much about Yeah, you don't him. know all
0: their habits. But yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. And so I got to this past year for the full year, for the full season and just being in his space. Mm. And I don't want to be with anyone. Like, there is nobody for me than than him. And I, I, I feel that because he is home to me. Yeah. Even when we're all the way on the, on the East Coast. We're in Massachusetts and... I felt like, oh, I don't have to go home, babe. I want to be home with him if I'm going to. Because this right here is is home home for me.
0: That's a nice feeling. I I have that same feeling with my girlfriend, too. Like, yeah, whenever I go on a trip without her, it's shitty. But (laughs) whenever we're together, I'm just like, hey, yeah, we can do whatever. It doesn't matter as long as I'm with you. Yeah,
1: Yeah. exactly.
0: So what, Jelani, what does your name mean in... Is, some, is it a somewhere name?
1: No, it's made up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my name
0: is spelled
3: J-A-H-L-A-N-I. So my dad and his Jamaican friend made it up. Uh, so from what my mom told me, because my dad don't talk. He's a
1: very, <laughs> very, Introvert. very,
3: very quiet man. Um, my mom told me that they took Ja from their, their Rastafarian guy. Mm. And then Lani from, I don't know what park. It was in, uh, out here in Hawaii, but then of course, Lani in Hawaiian means heaven. Heaven, yeah. Um, but there was a park, specific park that my mom always talked about. Kapi'olani. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll confirm it. Um, but yeah, they made it up like that uh, between my dad and his uh, Jamaican friends, and then they figured it out. Jelani was the, the right one.
0: Oh, that's super cool, bro. So
3: you can have a lot of meaning behind it. Yeah. So.
0: The Heavenly jaw <laughs> yeah,
3: Exactly. So, it's pretty cool. But, I don't know. My brother still has, like, probably the coolest name. My youngest brother.
0: You got to drop it now.
3: Yeah. Jagger.
0: Oh, mean.
3: Yeah. So, he's got, yeah. He's got one of the good ones.
0: Solid. Yeah. So, did you know um, that you were, like, growing up, did you always, like, want to play football?
3: No. Um, I actually wanted to play rugby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But then it was funny because you guys were talking about it earlier with careers. Like, I wanted to play rugby, but like career-wise, as a kid, I liked video games. We all do. As it was, you know, we grew up either playing video games or being outside and and running around. And um, I told the kids that we were talking today, I was like, yeah, there's two things I wanted to be. It was a video game designer or or a fireman.
0: Oh, okay. two totally opposite
3: way way opposites and uh yeah but rugby was always my passion and unfortunately there was no scholarships or no uh pathways for um you know for athletes to have at the time Now they do but um so football was my my backup plan, actually, is, which is weird to say, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah it worked out. It so a <laughs> yeah. good backup plan, bro. <laughs> so what would you say was like one of the most challenging moments in your professional career so far?
3: Um, there there's a few, you know. Um, uh, injuries are tough, you know, yeah. but uh, the transition, you know, mm when I got released from Detroit and then transitioning to a new team, trying to figure out what team I was going to try and sign to or if there was going to be a team who was going to sign me, you know. So just being in the unknown, which was the tough, like which is one of the toughest things for athletes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And being so consistent on being an athlete that at one point it was like, dang, I might be done with with football if if I don't get a phone call. Yeah, yeah. So when I got released from Detroit, it was like my kind of like time where I was just like, you know, I was probably in the dumps. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say I, I like it was depression cause I didn't, it wasn't. It was just more of me facing my inner demons and, yeah. and like it was me asking myself so many questions. Like what am I like, or yeah. where am I? Um, so it was a tough time, uh, but you know, I had such amazing people to get me out of the dump. Yeah. You know? Uh, such as this one right here, and, solid. Uh, my my siblings and, and my parents. Um, yeah. Anytime I needed to talk, I know like, whoever it was, I was going to call. It, they could answer. Or, yeah. And so. Yeah,
0: a good support system definitely. Well, it a long way, yeah, it yeah. goes a long way, bro. Yeah.
3: She she's seen it. Like my brothers and I, like we're we're like glue. You know?
0: <laughs> that's um, solid. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like um, that's kind of like a. I guess, I feel like Pollys that grow up not, like, in the Pacific, they're really close because, like...
2: Even
1: tighter. Yeah, because yeah. they to don't have... To the community, exactly. the lack of community. Exactly,
0: yeah. yeah. Like, they don't even have, like... It's not like they can go to their cousin's house to go through. No, cruise. that's yeah.
1: what I was telling you about, how yeah. trippy... And I have so much respect for his mom. Yeah. She's, so like, the infamous is, yeah. Mama Tavai. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my, mom, does it all. my mom
3: should be the one doing... Like, be in my spot right now. She <laughs> should be the one being interviewed. Yeah, she
1: really should. She,
3: she did it all. Like, there's seven of us, bro. Like, and we're not little kids. Like, for me, I felt little because I, I would, comp- like, if you if I stood next to my siblings. You're little. Young, my younger brothers are bigger than me. My younger <laughs> brothers are still bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, like, and f- so if you get a clear image of that, like, now imagine seven of us. <laughs> you know, like, like, we had, at the time, like, at one point we had one car. Like so, we were we we're like finding ways, like finding ways around. Like I told her, like from school, like if we get dropped off at school, it's an hour walk back. Oh, so like we have to walk. If 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 my mom and dad can't come get us, we're walking the full. Yeah, hour, you know, yeah. and like like we we were journeymen. Like it yeah. was crazy. Like that's a, that was our like early day lifting. You know, we had backpacks <laughs> full of books.
0: Walking miles. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> and
3: then like we would we would you know unfortunately like uh, um growing up we didn't have much so like we like, we we'd find ways to to get around like if yeah. it was taking a few quarters from someone or like, <laughs> yeah. finding a few quarters near something like we were we were, we were gonna we we're gonna do our best to, yep. to seize the opportunity yeah you know?
0: straight up go-getters so yeah so just <laughs>
3: so we could save that up and then at the time to get on the bus it was a dollar twenty five. so uh. we'd would, we would, we would just everybody got to figure out how to get a dollar twenty five. If we can get it, then we'll jump on the bus and then take that straight shot all the way to the house and then jump off and walk the rest. You know, so like, and then going back to my mom, like having to go from this park to this park to go grab us to drop us off to go to the next practice and you then know. go go another like two cities over. To, <laughs> like, yeah, it, like. Sh- she did it all, like, yeah. and and never I, – I probably could say she never missed a game. Like, oh, that's super like brought, sick. Like, at least from uh, little leagues to high school. Yeah. You know, and she always made her way out here when I played at UH, and and then it was such a blessing that two of my brothers got to – three of my brothers got to play in California. So one went to USC, and then the other two went to San Diego State. Okay. So, like –
0: They got to watch the whole game. Yeah, games. so,
3: like, it was, like when my brother was at SC – we're all going to USC, yeah. like, or something tailgating. Yeah. And then when my younger brothers were at uh, San Diego State, everybody's making the trip yeah, down, down to San yeah. Diego, and we're going to tailgate. That's know, super so cool. She makes it happen. She, yeah, she's super woman. So
0: she's like the anchor of your guys' fan, holds she it is. down. Oh, oh yeah.
3: Yeah. When, she, when she left the Samoa, it was chaos. Oh. <laughs> we were just like, what do we do? <laughs> That's
0: classic. <laughs> so you were saying your mom is from Western Samoa. Can you just kind of explain the difference between Western and American Samoa?
3: So the difference is basically one is an American territory like Puerto Rico, or, yeah. you know, uh, and then Western Samoa is its own independent country. Um, so in American Samoa, you can do anything an American citizen can do except vote. Mm. Um, and then in Western Samoa, you need a passport. Oh, Okay,
0: yeah, it's yeah. its his own thing. That's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: So um, American Samoa has American passport? Yeah. Oh, that's
3: it? Is it unless, like unless of course they have that, but I, I'm I'm not too familiar with American Samoa. I just yeah. know the
2: backgrounds of things.
0: So that, yeah. is it um like Samoa Is that how much islands? Is it just so, like divided in half, like Western Samoa, no, American? No, no.
3: So they're two they're two separate. So oh, okay. Pango Pango is uh, what most people are familiar with with American Samoa. Okay. And then um, there's in Western Samoa, it's Upolu and and uh, Sapa'i.
0: Bro, Did you know you that's know connections that? between Hawaii oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah, Samoa. I
1: think Samoa sent me your video of it, or was it
0: um, freaking... some type of
1: connection so made in, in through Big that? Island,
0: Yeah, big big island, island. there's Upolu, there's There's uh, a place that uh, guarantee an Ali'i from Samoa came and settled there, and, yeah. So
2: huge, yeah. Um, I
0: think that part in, like, Polynesian history is so cool. Like, when they was voyaging back and forth between each other, like, a lot. Like, that era and time must have been, like, killer, honestly.
1: I want him to dig deeper into his roots mm. and genealogy but his last name tavai mm. has so much meaning like it could be the ocean yeah it, i don't know i mean I know he'll either. have to <laughs> ask his dad his dad my, doesn't yeah she always tells me that but much. like i
3: just know my legacy like starts with my brothers and my parents mm. and my sister you know we like if we don't know our history we can create our own history yeah you know? for sure and then we can set the foundation on what's to lead after? Yeah. If we don't, what what most people, what what I always learned about history is you learn from history. Yeah. You, you know whether you repeat history or you're gonna learn from it. You know, and I do my best to learn from everything yeah. that I do, whether it's a mistake or if it's a triumph victory. You know, I'm yeah. gonna. If it was a victory, how did I get to this? If it was a if it was a loss or if it was something that I did wrong or or just a mistake. You know. Yeah. How can I get to this? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Same thing goes for my family, you know. Like um, my brothers and I, we we, we knew where we started. Where yep. our Foundation was where, where, humble where, beginnings. You no, know, Exactly. <laughs> you know, like we're from Inglewood, went to UH. If you've been to UH, you went to UH. You know what I mean? Because if you can make it out of UH, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> you
0: know, Did you dorm from, there?
3: Dorm there was <laughs> Lehua 309. Uh, you know. Um, Our our weight room just got updated after 30 years, I guess, (laughs) however long UH has been alive. Um, You know, you're sleeping with centipede, you're sleeping with roach. Yeah, like, you know, you're not eating. You don't have the luxuries that they did at like Arizona, USC, Mm. or the big time schools. Yeah, we don't have food like holes. Yeah, we don't. (laughs) So. You better find a way to get around it. Yeah.
1: You know? I really hope this video reaches all you UH athletes. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and,
3: I, I, and that's what I love about coming back. And she knows this. I love coming back to UH because it gets me grounded. It gets me back to yeah. who I am and staying true to who I am. Yeah. You know, not not getting big-headed and and knowing that at one point I was in these kids' shoes where I didn't have nothing, so why, am I, why would I act like as if
0: you above know? them, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. I'm always gonna be at their level, but I, I told them face to face. I was like, "Y'all gonna when y'all do make it, best believe that's not gonna be easy. Cause <laughs> I'm not gonna let you beat me." Out <laughs> y'all. You know? Yeah. You know, I, I I strive to tell them like, or you know, just encourage them to don't give up. Yeah. Like we, I know that the new system of the NCAA is different, but there's always diamonds and roughs. You know, there's yep. always. There's always gonna be the hidden gems. So be that, be that.
0: Yeah, for sure. But yeah. When you first pulled up, we was kinda diving into our little anime, geeking out oh, a little yeah. bit. What is I'm gonna some leave? <laughs> 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 what is some lessons that an anime has I guess taught you that you apply yeah, in there's real life? A lot.
3: There's, <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> you know, like you can't you know, um how I, I crazy as i would like growing up i would always say like dragon ball z was my Mm. my go-to yeah but like now (laughs) the stuff that they're making is just crazy yeah and then people are gonna hate me for this but now i like naruto more than i do uh dragon ball z you know like bro (laughs) the the storyline and everything don't give like but don't ever bring Boruto stuff around me. That <laughs> thing is so rubbish.
0: I actually heard the manga is picking up now yeah, finally. Okay,
3: yeah. But yeah. Naruto Naruto is great because you know it reminded me of me, someone who was, you know, different like yeah. I was. Where, where I was, there's not many like now there is, you know, but at the time there wasn't many like Poly. In yeah,
0: England, yeah. You know, <laughs> there was,
3: in my in my middle school there wasn't many uh, some ones. It was, it was. I was telling, I was telling Kalei, I was like, in my middle school, it was either you're like Mexican or you're Filipino. Oh, like, everybody else was just one percent. Like, we didn't, didn't, yeah, like you were just different. Yeah, you know?
2: so there's were, not any categories for you. <laughs> yeah, but like
3: I was cool with everybody. I like I, I showed love to everybody, but you were still, you felt different. You yeah, know? you
2: know,
3: it, it is what it is. You look different than everybody else. You know? Yep. Um, so like same with Naruto, like he was the outcast, and then you know strive to become Hokage. And, yeah, you know that was my goal, which was to become the best. At, you know, now it's football. Yeah. And so um, you know, there's a lot of life lessons in those, and 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 in sports in general. So yeah, that was by far one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, Naruto is actually the anime that got me like heavily invested Girl, into anime.
2: Because oh, you like Especially everybody watches didn't...
0: dragon ball growing up but yeah. like i wasn't i was I, I just thought the fights and drawing was cool yeah, see, but like naruto yeah. i paid attention <laughs> i like fucking got to know the characters yeah. and then bro and like crazy. it's killer he grows up with you yeah. like you're a kid watching yeah. him as a kid and then, and then when you're yeah. a teenager he's a fucking <laughs> a teenager. teenager too <laughs> you're just like oh fuck, my boy
3: <laughs> yeah 100 percent yeah but yeah it was just and, and when i was younger i think naruto and dragon ball z were around the same time too like when naruto came out and i was like i can't go over i can't, I can't <laughs> yeah go over to yeah that yet. and then when i started watching it in college i was like dang
0: you should, well i was missing out it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed out on a lot <laughs> yeah. for sure bro that's classic yeah. so what other animes do you like what or like what are you watching right now so
3: right now i'm actually i just watched the demon slayer yeah, uh, yeah. the movie movie um so far, it's so good. The first episode was fire. Um, the, there's a lot of Chainsaw Man, there's uh,
0: Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kai. Yeah, that, that was fire.
3: Mean.
0: Uh, you ever check out Solo Leveling?
3: Yeah, that's what I was about to <laughs> no, say. Oh, that oh, one is yeah. sick too. So yeah. My brothers told me to watch the, or read the manga, and I was like, ah. Let's we'll see. Yeah, Reluctant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'll just watch the anime. <laughs> I was the same
0: way. My friend been telling me about that that manga like three years bro. Yeah. already. Yeah, same. He's like, you fucker, you gotta read it. You got me into one piece. Yeah, one, <laughs> of, my,
3: one of my really great friends, uh, Dakota, um, he's the one that always tries to get me on the new and up, upcoming uh, animes that uh-huh. like I should be, or mangas that I should be reading. Turn you on uh, to them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, they always turn out great, so um, that was my one of my like, guys that uh, I bonded with when it came to anime.
0: Solid. You so went UH with me. Okay, mean, yeah. mean. So growing up in Inglewood, I'm guessing you didn't really get to learn a lot about your culture?
3: No, just, Samoans, um, I... so actually, luckily, I was blessed enough to live out there in Samoa for a few years. Me. My mom, my mom and dad moved us out there for a bit. And then we would always go out there for uh, family family reunions. So Solid. I got to experience the lifestyle. The early morning uh masses you know yeah. heavy heavy christianity out there yeah. you know my, yeah. my grandma's a one of the strict catholics so she's going to church at 4 a.m and then getting in and you better be awake to do your fail <laughs> do your chores yeah you know we had um so she like I, my, I come from a big family but my mom comes from a big family uh. she, she she's one of 18 oh. and uh <laughs> You know, so like big, big house, big property, yep. big land. Yeah, not as big as this, but like it was a good, it was a good portion. Um, so there's a lot to, a lot to clean up. Lot, lot
0: yeah, a lot, lot of work, bro. Yeah. That's so, why. Yeah. That's probably why they had 18 kids. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you gotta clean that. Yeah, you gotta yeah, clean yeah, that. Exactly. We need help. So Hands so we, on that. Yeah,
3: we had our livestock too. We had our pigs, but we never were friendly with them because we knew we were about to eat them. kind of be
0: mixing emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> so we always, yeah. We had uh, it was it's always great because you get to experience living off the land.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: My um, grandma, she uh, she had her garden in the front, and then in the back was all the fruits, uh, food, uh, all the food that we could yeah. have. And then, Ulu. Yeah. yeah, I saw you had some right here.
0: Yeah, the load. Yeah. the season is a little bit ending, but there's still a few yeah. stragglers.
3: No, those are yummy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one right here.
0: <laughs> so Kale, did you ever get to go to Samoa yet?
1: I haven't. I went to the Cook Islands, and we stopped in Pango Pango. My mom was a flight attendant. Oh, okay. So I got to see a lot of the world even when I was a kid. Shit. But it's beautiful in yeah. the South Pacific. Yeah. We, we got to go. Yeah,
3: we missed our, like, my family reunion uh, this Christmas time. Oh. Uh-huh. They went in Christmas, but I was in season. Mm. So. Mm. We were stuck in the cold,
2: <laughs> yeah, which sucks.
3: <laughs> so, what do you
0: feel like has been your biggest accolade so far with your career?
3: Give yourself some props. Biggest accolade? My biggest thing was buying my mom and dad a house, buying my family a house. Uh, being able to provide for them, you know, because I was that was always one of our goals it's like seniors. every kid's dream like
0: uh, especially kids that grow up in the struggle i yeah. feel like that's always their dream like, is i gotta make sure my parents are set because yeah. you see how much they sacrifice and work and 100%. it's like bro it hurts you
3: especially since my mom didn't have like she's got a lot of friends but like she don't she didn't have a lot to lean on mm. like she's got she's got siblings but there's her siblings got family to feed too so yeah Anytime we needed, or like anytime that we needed stuff, my mom always found a way to get it done. Mm. You know, whether it was finding finding equipment, getting us to like getting us on a team to play on, like and it's not cheap in the mainland. Bro. You know? and it, I'm sure it's not even cheap. Even equipment either. isn't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so like, for her to get all of us through sports where you have to pay, like she would have to go work in a snack bar, do extra stuff yeah, for yeah. the team, and she always just found a way. Even. We we didn't have money, so if we if it was our day to do the snack bar or not the snack bar, but like the the snacks for the team at the end. Musvies. She, she 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 always planned it to where she saved enough, even if she had to go bingo and save that money for bingo. <laughs> like she would gamble it just so she can she could be like you know she like she could uh, provide could the yeah you know, yeah like, be the like team she, mom yeah, kind of. She could provide the after game snack, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Since I was since I was young and being able to see all that and seeing the struggle that we lived through i was like yeah that's gonna be something one day that you know i'm gonna achieve which yeah house
0: don't worry you guys don't need to struggle no more yeah, yeah yeah
3: you know so now we just now we're just trying to create an empire for ourselves you know? solid and we just we already we created the foundation and now we just got to put pillars wow
0: that's beautiful dude so where where did you end up scooping up some? So
3: they, <laughs> so I wanted to move them, move them somewhere where we can buy land and buy like big property for them. Uh-huh. Uh, and of course they didn't want to leave California. But, <laughs> uh, so I bought a house in uh, Gardena, Tor or Gardena, like close to Torrance. Okay. So it's in it's still in Los Angeles. Um, nice like five bedroom house everybody has their own room finally except yeah i mean except my parents of course they sleep together yeah. but um, <laughs> it's weird it's weird like when we go home and see that my younger brother and younger sister have their own rooms because uh, they never because we did. never yeah like oh smiled yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. so like if it, it was my two older brothers that had a room together it was me and my brother justice uh who i did everything with uh and then um the last room was my parents' room, so it was number child number five, number six, and number seven that stayed with them. Okay. Until each and every one left, then we all like moved up. a room.
2: Yeah. yeah. Saw, yeah That's that
3: class. You get the hand-me-down room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's funny. But we were small. Barely could fit twin size beds in them. So, yeah. Make, yeah, make 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 we make it do. Bruh, yeah.
0: I grew up. In my living, room. I never had a bed until I started going out with my girlfriend and started sleeping <laughs> at her house. I grew up on a futon in my living room, bro. Yeah. Don't take your beds for granted, kids. Yeah, yeah. Fucking...
3: Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. That's fine. All, all our beds were heavy downs until until I'm um I got blessed to make it to the NFL. Yeah. Now my now my furniture that I when I was in Detroit, I've shipped everything to L.A. Now all the beds, all oh. the rooms are all my beds from uh Detroit. Uh, <laughs> Now so. she provided us with uh, an amazing bed. And, just collabs, yeah. <laughs> working with. Yeah. Mean. So yeah. Our whole
1: house is that.
3: Yeah. What's <laughs> the Hawaii it. brand? Uh,
1: no whole home. No whole Oh home. okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah they, they make they, they, stuff. They us up with I'm some. gonna actually start doing a partnership with them, just because it has so much of a. It helps us to connect, like, and stay rooted. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, for sure. If you walk in after a cold day outside, you walk into our home in our apartment. And you just, like, feel at home. You're just like, Me. ooh, look at this. The climate like, is
0: set already. Yeah. yeah, don't even
1: look out the window. <laughs> yeah. Just in the house, it's, like, you know, aloha print. Yeah. There's beautiful, like, our. We're, we're still growing. And he wants to put anime on the walls. I'm just like, <laughs> I have to, I'll cave in soon. But I'm like, we'll no, I want yeah. it to be, I just want it to be, like, feeling like oh Kaharu.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. I, I got some anime posters on my wall, but. Oh,
1: my house
3: in, uh, in Gardena? One of the rooms, the, rooms we, the room we sleep in, actually. Anime against the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I you first. You got
1: haiku, the volleyball. Yeah, program. yeah. You got, you got,
3: you got everything, Bleach.
1: <laughs> The first time I ever hung out with, the, like he invited me to come to California. I went there and this was one of the first times I got to go into their his home. Oh, room. yeah, yeah. And I go into the room and there's just like, A poster of Mario,
0: one of
1: Luigi, (laughs) gamer, one of like Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, is this your room? Yeah, in
3: my brother's room. It was an uh, it was the apartment at the time, or it was a condo. We go into my brother's room because we're staying in his room because he was uh, staying with his lady. Yeah. And it's all one piece wanted posters. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro, that's what I wanted to do in
0: mine, but it would have took too much space. Yeah, so
3: we did. He did it all. So each wall was a wanted poster. Yeah, that's, story, that's sick. That's so funny.
0: So what, Kalei? You're you're still kind of not on board the anime train fully. Slowly getting your feet wet.
1: I went to the movie with him. I stayed up for about maybe thirty minutes. After I was done <laughs> with my popcorn, I crashed out. I'm trying to, but it's not something that I like. Avatar, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like Aang, Katara, yip yip, apa yip it's yip. Pretty,
2: <laughs> I love that, like, but yeah. Yeah. But
1: I'm like, I don't know. I'm a grown up. I like to, yeah. See I mean, realistic. Like, if I'm gonna watch something and sit down and give my attention to, it, it has to be something I'm gonna take from it. Wow,
0: that's so funny. You
1: guys talking about the lessons that you learn from it. I'm like, oh, cool, okay. I'll yeah, you
0: gotta get past it being a cartoon. Yeah. And just like appreciate she, she, the story, yeah, the right. world building. My girlfriend, she does not, she honestly lied to me when we first started talking. Told me she was into it, wasn't even into it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what, way to freaking set my hopes up, huh? <laughs> but it's so funny because, um, yeah, with the posters on the wall, she kind of, She we was living together for a while, but... Yeah, she was kind of <laughs> not, not yeah, she wasn't into my, my um, room decor. She's like, yeah, no, I'm going Dang. home. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Fine.
1: We have a second bedroom that I told them you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah.
0: But... This is your room. Leave our room freaking looking normal. On the, yeah. yeah, the
3: living room, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Mm. I'm going to add a little.
0: That's fun, though. You guys get to play, like, interior design on
1: oh, your own home. Great. So far, it's all mine <laughs> like it just looks like i live there but i i'm giving him the freedom to because he when he's in season the last thing he wants to do is like decorate yeah for you sure you know but i'll bring home things he'll put he'll assemble the furniture yeah. or whatnot and then i'll be like okay there put it there. Yeah. i want that there yeah. i want this there
0: classic so do you guys feel like um both of you guys having experience as pro athletes, do you think that um, makes your guys' relationship easier to understand each other, or do you think it poses more challenges?
3: Um, I think at first she didn't understand the scheduling behind our, like, the NFL. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I think that she thought it was going to be more more free time at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I did not She didn't know it. that,
3: like, like it's a job for us. Like, yeah. we're there from... I, I, in Detroit, I was there from, like, 6 to, like, 7.30 p.m., like, mm. 6 a.m. to 7.30 uh, p.m. And it's either I'm trying to recover, I'm trying to watch film, I'm, I'm doing doing stuff that I, I got to do. And then on top of that, what they want us to do. So yeah. our mandatory things that they have, and then afterwards, they want to see you do extra. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of times it's always you having to put in extra stuff because as a rookie, like... You got to prove the, yourself. Yeah, you got to yeah. prove yourself, and then... You also are far behind. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're. You're. It's not even like you're. You're a few days, months. No, you're years behind because you got vets who have been in the league for five decades. 10 years, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and they they know, like, even if it's their first time on the team, they know the ins and outs of defenses. Yeah. You know, and how to be a and how to be a professional. You know, you're you're coming in as a, you're coming in as a rookie, second year. And you're trying to take their job so now it's like Yeah, you know, competitive so uh. now like they know what they're doing and on top of that they're gonna do whatever they gotta do to make sure that you don't take their job. Yeah,
0: and it's not like they're gonna teach you everything too that they know, yeah.
3: Luckily I was blessed to have some great vets. You know, I didn't I didn't have the experiences my older brother had where, you know, sometimes vets were telling him Set you you up you know
0: all like hazing kind of stuff.
3: Hazing is part of it. (laughs) It's more of like say you're running this play. You're sp- you're supposed to do this, and instead of doing this, he's telling you do this. Uh, you know, and, so and that you makes you and look bad. Makes you look bad. Yeah. And now because you did that, the coaches don't trust you. Yeah. And if the tr- the coaches don't trust you, then the guys are, that are playing with you don't trust you. So yeah. now it's just becoming such a uh, he said she said. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know? And you're already dealing with politics. Yeah. You know, and it's just part of the game. But now having to deal with that. Um, so when we, when we finally got an understanding of that, it was, it was kind of actually way better, you know? Yeah. It was
1: pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I liked, um, I liked the fact that when I was overseas, he understood, I mean, we had a 12 hour time difference. Oh. So we didn't talk. As much as I yeah. would like to, that's just like
0: text hello, babe, just woke up, yeah,, <laughs>
1: yeah, and he's going to bed, yeah, like that, so it was really tough, and I don't think anyone that isn't an athlete would understand, have that. Yeah. yeah,, yeah,
0: for sure, like,
1: but now that I am retired from volleyball and I get to give my time to him, I feel like he had an outstanding season, partially because I was there,
2: mm. <laughs> I
1: feed you well. I let you rest. I do all the things around the house that, you, and you don't have to do it. And so I take I take care of the little things that add up to the big things. Yeah. And the support and somebody to come home and talk to, and yeah.
3: Yeah, coming
0: home to a clean house definitely feels killer.
3: I'm not a dirty person. Am I, <laughs> there's a, there's times where I get lazy
2: and. Do he that.
1: doesn't wash the dishes.
0: <laughs> she's there,
1: so she no, even when I'm not there, I come home after a weekend no, trip.
0: Bro, I don't. Yeah, dishes. That's <laughs> then not, put
1: the dishes in the that's dishwasher. <laughs>
3: Classic. Well, she uses. So she uses the dishwasher as after you're done. Storage yeah, rack. That's how all Hawaii
0: people are. We don't, bro. Dishwashers. That's foreign like, to me. That's yeah, a yeah. storage rack for dishes. I didn't have
3: dishes. a dishwasher till I got to the league, but like I was like.
1: Perfect. This is I right. have enough space on the rack. <laughs> I have
3: enough space on the rack to put my dishes
0: on. <laughs> we have one of these.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Solid. Well Frick, you guys got any last mana'o you wanna share?
1: Anything you'd like to share, babe?
0: What is the Samoan equivalent to aloha? Is it just aloha. alofa?
3: Alofa, like love? Yeah. Yeah, alofa.
0: What does alofa mean to you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, it's a lot, you know. Um, I don't really think about it. I just, I just, I just
2: do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: You know, I, like like she was saying, like I have so much time now, like especially in the off season, and even in during the season. To you know, if somebody ever just wants to chop it up, like I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't judge nobody by their looks. I don't judge nobody by. Their past or their future. I, 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 when I talk to them, it's as if I'm meeting a new person every time. I, oh, I should, like, uh, I'll introduce. I'll see what they're about. Even if they don't have good like en- good energy or whatnot, I still give them the time of day. But yeah. if they don't have good energy, then I don't. I don't stress myself. Yeah. I don't, I don't
0: let I don't, it affect you yeah, that bad.
2: Yeah.
3: What if they do have, then. If it turns into something great, like a good friendship, then wonderful.
2: Yeah, right. But I
3: don't like, you know. I always just treat others the way that, like, I treat everybody else. You know, like, solid. Was...
1: One thing I do love, and I have to mention, he's so he's one of the most humble people I know. But mm. he will never, obviously, he will he will never boast about <laughs> uh, who he is. I, I also he will have full conversations with people, and not even tell them like. Or not is. even hint yeah. who he is, yeah. or like where you know. When they ask questions, he's like, "Yeah, I'm Jelani. Like, yeah, I'm this." But I used one to have thing, a disguise.
3: So I used to, I used to, so I don't know. When I was in Detroit, I, 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 I don't. So if you notice, I don't wear jewelry. I don't wear stuff like that. Like uh, flashy maybe stuff. One of the, yeah. Maybe one day I will, but at the moment I have nothing. I don't. I don't need anything. I just need a house, a roof over my family a roof over our heads, and then whatever, you know, whatever our needs are. Yeah. Um, but when I was in Detroit, my, my rookie year, uh, I used to, if, if people would ever ask who I was, I would either go by my middle name, you're not gonna get my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, another thing was I, I used to, I wouldn't lie. So I would always tell them what I do. So <laughs> if, if somebody would ask me at the time, like if I was in Detroit, They'd be like, "So what do you do?" I was like, "Oh, I work for the Ford family, which I did because they're our owners."
2: That's like, funny. Oh, okay,
3: so, what do you do with them? I was like, "Oh, I'm in advertising. I advertise the team, or I, like I do anything for the team." Like <laughs> that's classic. So, like, I always I always pull up clever things, but then now it's just, I don't. I rather somebody get to know me for me than know me because the football. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, which is great because at least when they do find out that i am a floor player like bro i would have never known, yeah yeah you know?
1: but that's if i'm not around because i'll be like yeah he's the linebacker <laughs> yeah 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 pictures.
3: we're at k bros and the uncles are like
2: who who, who is that
3: <laughs> and i was like uh, just give it a thumbs up and then can i get this uh spicy ahi in the uh volcano yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so funny
2: and you hear
1: I'm like, "Uncle, he's like one of the best linebackers in the NFL." Hello. Yeah.
2: Show <laughs> him I told, off. <laughs> I
1: say he's he's one of my biggest flex. Like, yeah, besides being from Kahului. Yeah.
0: Classic. What were you saying? Um I know you said that you don't like or you like that he's not boastful, but free, were you going into something else? Yeah,
1: he that? stays true to himself even oh. with uh you know, you know what NFL players can make.
0: Yeah that money yeah
1: his house the house for his family our apartment his truck the necessities is what he he claims to be more important yeah and even with it i mean his teammates he he plays with some of the most flashy guys i've ever seen (laughs) in my life and they give him
3: is this on the camera is your house over there that whole house could be filled with shoes, box, shoe boxes. Oh, like he every, has some
1: from, from, nuts. From teammates.
3: literally oh, his, from from one corner to the other corner to the middle of the middle of the room, you couldn't even walk in because of that whole house, and then probably your garage too, like <laughs> full drip, of and
1: dripping just, in diamonds. Whether,
3: yeah, whether it's shoes or like their closet, like uh, I'm telling you, unre- and then
0: like department store action,
3: probably, Bruh. probably looks like Footlocker on crack.
1: He, ah. But Ikaiko, you're gonna have to follow him because he wears anime every game day. Oh. So yeah. like his teammates are walking out and just <laughs> just Gucci. You can Louie, wear your lola shades. Yeah? And he him. and he's wearing like a Demon Slayer character on it. <laughs> with like, you know I'm since I was there with him this season, I helped him dress up a little yeah. like, m- A bit more fly. <laughs> Classic. But he he's got she all didn't of it. <laughs> Especially when I suit
0: up. You got to show him how you clean up, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, has, he
1: looks great in suits. <laughs> Killer. Yeah. yeah. A little razzle dazzle.
0: Well, frick, I really appreciate your guys' time and Manao and for coming out here. You. Thank you and so much yeah, for having me. yeah, mahalo. I would definitely, like, this was probably one of the best episodes I had. Just because <laughs> it just felt like we were just chilling, talking yeah. story. Cruising. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Those and those I ones. dig that. And yeah, right on. Yeah. Mahalo.
1: Thank you.
2: Catch you guys. bye. Yeah. <laughs>